Good morning, worshipers. I, India, a woman of God, and my sister, Gwen, a God-fearing woman, are here to bring you another episode of Another Girl's Podcast. Praise Jesus. Just know, when you sit down, God has given you everything that you need. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, Pastor? Today, we are talking about (laughs) (laughs) interracial relationships. Um, This is the second episode of our month of love, month of relationships, dating, all the things that y'all have been asking us to do episodes on. I don't know why you think that we're qualified to talk about that, but we must be doing something right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't take the advice from myself. I would. I think I have. I would. But maybe I I have an elated sense of self. Um, I, I guess I would take the advice for myself. I just, um, I don't have a husband. So what do I, you know, what do I have to say? Have you ever dated outside of your race? Yeah, I've done that. What do you think that God had to say about that? I think that God said, Gwen, that's beautiful. He said, that girl... She don't care if you're black, brown, white, purple, yellow. She'll date anyone. And that's just what I put my child on this world to do. To be open-minded and accepting of all my children. So what races have you dated outside? Have you dated within your own race? I have. Okay. Yes. Many, so what? Many times. Other races? I've dated black people i've dated indian people like middle eastern indian and i've dated mexican people um i think that's it okay all right i haven't my type is a tall black man and i'm staying true to that i'm true to that not new to that um, so you were telling me that the girls are talking about hard wig, soft <laughs> life. Yeah, I did say, India, why, why am I hearing that black women who have crusty wigs find nice white husbands? I did ask you that question. And... Did, are the girls, I haven't seen what the girls are saying, but are they, do they have evidence? Like, are they showing I see content you? of, like, black women, like, intentionally fucking up their wig and, like, their joke videos, obviously, but they're, like, intentionally fuck up their wig and then, like, go sit at a hotel bar or something and be like, hard wig, soft life, ha ha ha. Or, like, there's a woman who does have a white husband and she's, like, she makes funny videos about how like he likes her and her bad hair plays into that somehow 
Okay. And as an outsider, does that seem plausible? Like, do, do you feel like men of your kind are interested in women with bad, black women that have bad wigs? Well, when we talked about it yesterday, you were like, uh, basically without stepping on the toes of any further conversation, how would I know if their hair is bad? Shit. How would I know? <laughs> so my thought on this is I understand why it looks like there's a correlation between a bad wig and um, a black woman getting a white man um, that has a certain status in society. But I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that her wig is bad and he's attracted to that. It's that this woman most likely may be either white aspiring, not in all cases, she may be white aspiring or she may have a personality and an upbringing and interests that align with predominantly white people and never found a community within black folk. Because if she had a community of black folk and had a life that was outside of her family and was interested in activities that involved predominantly black people, uh, somewhere along her journey, someone would have made fun of that wig. And I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but it's just the fact of the matter. Like for me growing up, anytime that anything was not seen as kept or to a certain standard on my hair, it was made fun of. If I had my braids in too long, it was made fun of. If I had a ponytail on and you could see like the thing from it, it was made fun of. And that was not just for me, that was for anybody. With, that was black and had black people in their lives that was gonna that's just the fact of the matter so someone and there was this girl that was black that went to my high school and she was not like trying to be white or anything but she just had bad wigs and just the activities and stuff that she was interested in didn't align with the black people that were specifically at my school. And she just didn't fit in and relate with those black people. And her wig was bad. And nobody said nothing to her because... She didn't have black friends. She didn't have black friends. Those white girls probably didn't even know that it was a wig. Like, no. maybe they... Or a wig or weave, whatever... Like, they didn't even know. And, like, Miss Mama's, it wasn't, it wasn't cute. And then, you know, now I see her on the little Facebook and all that. She has good weaves and all that now. You know why? Because she went to a um, HBCU for college. Okay. And then she married a black man. She, she wasn't getting, the, and she married a black man that has money and stuff like that. But... She fixed the hair because she had black people in her life. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because I, I would never. I mean, 
at this point in my life, yeah, like, I have been around enough black people to be like, you know, your hair looks a little, eh. but even if I did notice that as a white person, I would never fucking tell you that. I would never tell you that in a million years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like those women were already most likely going to find a white man because that white man can relate to that type of black woman more than he can relate to me. And that's fine. I think that the camera is fine. And I'm going to go with that. Keep talking. Um, yeah. They are going to align with that black woman more than that they would align with me. And that's just what they happen to do was find a black woman that meets what they're looking for. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. How do you feel about interracial dating? You got feelings about it? Um, I think that it's a case by case basis. Like overall, if you're going to ask me, is it wrong? Should it never happen? No, I don't feel that way. I think you love who you love. And I don't even think that it's necessarily right to say that, um, someone is less of their own race because they have certain interests in whatever or certain interests like Miss Mama's with the hard wig who don't know how to do her hair. Like, she's still black. She just meets those interests, and that's fine. And, yeah, I don't think that's wrong. Yeah. But there are situations where it's like you're doing this interracial dating as a fetish or you're doing this interracial dating as a sign of your status or you're doing it as a way to make yourself feel worthy because you actually hate your own race because you don't like your mama. I know that there are like some very deep-rooted thoughts and ideologies surrounding interracial dating specifically between like black men and white women. Um, yeah, the hoteps hate that. They hate that. But that's not new to today. I mean, like given the historical context of black men and white women interacting, how do you feel about those types of relationships or even the alternate of a white man, the swirlonomics of it all? I feel like from the perspective of the black man dating the white woman. I understand where the hoteps got their ideology from and whoever else. Like a lot of black women of like my parents' generation would feel the same way and say it's dangerous to date a white woman because she gonna have you running down the street like Jonathan Majors. Uh, shout out Cat Williams. But literally, um, 
And that is true where if you are a black man with a white woman, when something goes wrong, you're going to lose half the, like, probably 70% of the time as long as she knows how to do that victim thingy that white women be doing. So I think, but on the other end, if two people genuinely love each other and you're not dating this person to avoid women of your own race and you're not dating them to feel good about yourself or it feels like a sense of accomplishment to get a white woman and on the flip side that white woman is not dating you because it's cute and in style to date black men and she would have loved you even if you were white or asian or indian then that love would be strong enough to where she wouldn't portray you betray you in the ways that sometimes white women have betrayed black men in history. Because those white women weren't talking to those black men for the right reasons. Yeah. I know that you've never stuck your foot in an interracial dating pool. But you can meet somebody and have attraction and, you know the race is outside of it but once you're kind of in that relationship with the person the realities become more real of these different lived experiences and I think that for both parties that can be a hard thing to maneuver like as the white person I'm like hyper aware of when am I like when am I being a bad white woman like when am I doing something that might be making somebody uncomfortable and then with the person on the other end I don't know what they're thinking or feeling but how can people in interracial relationships like I don't know not do fucked up shit to the person who doesn't have the same social standing. Like, I don't know, not obviously in an unintentional way. Like, how do you mitigate the big differences of lived experience between two types of people? That's hard. I think it's hard, and I think part of it is being open to the conversation. But the second part, so about the air. If any certain people, if they hear it, they're gonna know exactly who is being talked about. But there was somebody that I knew that they dated a lot of black and brown men, and they are a white woman and I never had a problem with it and it never bothered me because they didn't exclusively date that um like they dated white men too and they were super what I perceived as educated on 
human rights, the prison pipeline, all those types of things. So I was like, yeah, this person understands the experience and is open to learning more even based on the person that they're engaging with. I see no issue. But what I think ended up making it a problem for me is if you're going to run around with a certain group of people, whether they be black, white, Asian, and whatever type of life that they're involved in, you can't act surprised when their actions reflect their lived experiences. And just because you don't view their actions as right and they probably are not right or you think that something may be unsafe about it, you're entitled to that, but you should be aware and understand that that's a consequence of you dealing with someone who has a different lived experience than you. And if you would like to then say, oh, well, Johnny, you're so messed up because you did this thing and it's so bad, but everybody on Johnny's block is doing that and you knew what, where Johnny's block was, you knew who Johnny's mama was and John, Johnny's daddy, and you decided that you still wanted to go with him. Why are we surprised, Miss Mamas? <laughs> like, yeah. And I think that's when now, and then you, if you throw it in someone's face when they react in a way that's to their environment, instead of trying to understand and be a supportive person, even if you don't agree with their actions then you're wrong and you're just trying to make, you just wanted that person in your life when it was convenient for you and when their lived experiences were too much, then you decided that playing that game was no longer convenient. Yeah, it kind of relates to what we said in the cultural appropriation episode of like, yeah, it's all fun and games to, like, play with minority communities until you have to deal with the consequences that they have to deal with. hmm But, okay, imagine a situation where it's a swirl uh, and, okay, let's say this girl has all of her social justice knowledges and she goes with the guy, but she doesn't like his behavior. She knew about all of this before. What makes it wrong is that she knew about it before she knew that this was what he was up to going into it. And now that she's living it, she has a problem with it. Is that what the issue is? Yeah. Now that she's seeing it played out in front of her eyes and she feels like there's a connection to her as far as she knew that this was what he was into going into it yeah yeah okay she knows his background she knows but what happens if say somebody starts dating a person who has a, a different background than they do like 
say a white girl starts dating a guy from the hood, she doesn't necessarily know that that's the kind of thing that he's into. I don't even know what you're referencing, but let's say he like is a scammer or he's like stealing cars or something. And she doesn't know he's doing any of that. And she doesn't know that he's doing any of that. And then she gets in it and she's like, oh, I mean the clues of, well, this is who he's with and whatever, whatever. But like, she doesn't have that concrete knowledge and he's not showing her a side of himself that would make her feel like, is, is it wrong of a person to want to leave that and preserve themselves? No, if they didn't know, but if you see signs, there's no way. Okay. If, if I start talking to you, right, I want I want to date Gwen, and we're having our little like text exchange. I'm like, what neighborhood do you live in? Mm-hmm. I live in. Do you want me to think of a bad one? I mean, yeah. If you tell me you live on O Block. Yeah. Oh, I live on. I'm not gonna believe you, but like, let's 40, say it was, I live on Forty Seventh. Like if. Well, it depends on what in 47. But anyway, let, like, let's use O-Block because okay, yeah. everyone yeah. who's listening, regardless of where they live, knows it's in quotes bad. Okay. But, okay, you tell me you live on O-Block and, like, I have reason to believe you're not lying. What am what am I going? I might not think. I don't know that if you sell drugs. I don't know if you scam. I don't. You might not be involved in any of that. But yeah. there are certain things about when you told me where you live or where you went to high school that I'm going to know are a part of your background. Unless these girls are dizzy in the head. Yeah. You know. You're especially if you're all social justice. Oh, I do all this research. You know, if he tell you he live in a certain neighborhood, regardless if you don't know if he's he might not even be in that like in quotes yes. illegal life. Yes. But there's still things in his background. It could be a cousin. He could have a cousin that's in that, and some could happen to him, or he might get involved in something, or he might have witnessed things without him being involved in it that have given him a certain trauma or a certain way of living and don't you can't I don't think unless somebody's real slow real slow there's no way in the initial stages of getting to know somebody that you have no clue yes that's true they don't even text the same yeah and I'm saying this as a person who has dated all my good share of my little hood men's and it's like the the texting is not even going to be the same i've had people ask me what is this person saying when it was like somebody from that background because they didn't know this same person i'm talking about actually okay. has done that okay oh what is this you know that good and well that he, you, you can't play dumb is my thing yeah i mean i guess what it always comes down to is be so fucking for real yeah be so fucking for real don't play dumb and that's my thing but those are extremes like uh like a sorry we're gonna speak about things in chicago terms like a lincoln park white girl and an oblock black guy is like an extreme example let's think about 
something that would happen more organically, like a Lincoln Park white girl uh, starts dating like a black coworker or one of the black guys who hangs out at the white bars in the city. Um. Uh, well, is it the same thing of like they are they are the hard wig soft life of black men? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I feel like if you're a black man that goes specifically to the white bars exclusively you're the hard wig soft life of black men not that you're trying to seek the soft life from the the white women but like if you're going to again chicago federales or whatever i don't even know what white people be doing so but anyway if you're doing like something like where it's Oh, Old Town. Like, if you're going out in Old Town as a black man, you are hard wig, soft life. Like, you may be better equipped to be with a white woman. And that's okay. And I love that journey for you. And I hope that you find what you're looking for. And you and you will. Mm-hmm. But if you're on the other end, um, I think there's the other brand of organically white women that may have black friends or end up in spaces that are black and then those black men are in a black space so they're not hard wig soft life but then they talk to the white girl because it's a status thing and it's like oh I'm gonna talk to this white girl because it's a white girl in this space like yeah let me do that and that that's to me is completely different than the the black guy in old town the black guy in old town like he can live his good old life yeah (laughs) yeah okay so when we start to see issues within interracial dating is when people have very different backgrounds and the other person is either like seeking somebody of that background out because they're fetishizing it or because like it's a little they want to play they want to see what it's like to live that type of life for a moment in time and then go back to their comfort Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense I don't know if you have noticed this, but this isn't like black and white. This is like white man and other races. Maybe like, maybe these are like would be passport bros who just like can't get their coins up. But I am thinking of one. Oh my God. Ooh, I don't even care. I'm going to say my shit anyway. But. Okay, so my job has a thing of hiring women from Colombia, and they'll come for, like, an internship. They'll come for, like, a few months at a time and then go back, whatever. And there is 
a guy who dated one girl intern, one of the girl Colombian interns. He's a white man. And then she moved back to Columbia. They broke up. The next one came. The same man who doesn't even work at this company dated the next Colombian girl intern who worked there. Then she moved back. They broke up. And then we don't have a new Colombian intern, but he's dating. He found another Colombian in the city to date. I'm like, what is that? Like, what is that? Or I know a white man who like pretty much exclusively dates Indian women and like not super Americanized like Middle Eastern women, but like, yeah, I'm like, what is happening there? I don't know. I had something like, oh, I thought about Mark Zuckerberg and his wife. Oh, I don't know that. She's an Asian lady. Like. Yeah. Asian. Yeah, I don't know what kind, so I don't want to say. I think. No, let me mm, not say it before. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, she's Asian and not like the Indian Asian, the other kind. But I'm like, to go out of your way multiple times to like date a Colombian woman working in this the same exact job is so beyond weird what is what armchair psychologist diagnosis can we like place on this thing wanting to feel like you're in control is that what it is and wanting to feel like you have the upper hand as far as like when it comes with the white men that's why they date outside their race well you're speaking of something very specific of yeah colombian women and well, he has a type of colombian women yeah like it i to me the dynamics change when we change around the race and the gender they do 100 percent mm-hmm like, so, like, every situation that you bring up, I'm going to be like, well, in that, uh, I would diagnose this. Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah. I'm okay with interracial dating, clearly. You're okay with it. I think we're okay with it in the same context of, like, don't do it to, like, try on a life that you weren't born into and I don't know the next point I was going to make. It's basically that. And don't try to change somebody that just because they have a different lived experience into what you think is right and wrong, just because you with them. Um, and our notes, you have, Black man dash white girl comma Asian girl white man dash black girl comma because Asian I girl just Asian to- <laughs> man dash black girl comma white girl. Tell me more. <laughs> I mean, oh, that was just like to get the juices flowing. Like okay. we could, like we could talk about all the dynamics. There's a lot that we, yeah. There's a lot of dynamics to talk about. Oh, one thing that I wonder. Circle back to, back to the first of hard wig, soft life. Yeah. You ask yours, and then I have one, too. Do you feel like Olivia Pope from, like, Scandal has, has a, hard wig. a hard wig? I 
do. Yeah. And like, I feel like even within, it's a care, like it's a trope, a caricature of the type of black woman who is able to fall in love with a white man. Yeah. She's a boss. She's no, like, but honestly, if we, okay, I have a question to ask you, but I can hold it. Um, I, another thing with the like soft wig, hard life thing, it's like usually a dried out straight wig, like a part. It's like straight. Yes. Yes. It's like always a straight wig or like a slight wave, but like, more natural white type hair. Yes. Yes. And I think that the so- the hard wig soft life probably has a lot to do with the same things of why women who have natural hair have a harder time in the office or have a harder time being called professional. It's like, oh... Yeah, the hair playing into who you attract makes so much sense because but also not just who you attract but how you who you want to attract and who you would be compatible with because your hair makes a statement about who you are and I can tell that obviously not every time but a lot of the times I can tell who you are by what you be doing with your hair. Mm. And if I see that you have these hard wigs and you always got this straight hair or you like, but it, 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 there's context, right? Because I know people who do um, like silk presses that are not in that category. So it, there's other things yeah. that I would use as context clues, but the hard straight wig is telling me that you don't know how to do your hair why wouldn't you know how to do your hair because you don't have the black resources to know how to do your hair and number or you don't want it you don't want to know how to do your natural hair because you feel like it's not like it doesn't look good but when i say you don't know how to do your hair i mean you don't know how to do your wig Because having a wig is not meaning that you would more be be more likely to want the white man. It's the jacked up wig. Yeah. That does it for me. Because I do have a couple friends that are black that date white men or marry white men. And they don't got hard wigs because they're not in that category of it's different yeah it's different they're not in that category yeah okay my question for you was like black girls what do they think of a white woman that they see dating a black man like right off the bat it doesn't matter like Imagine you've not gone to know her at all. You're just making judgments on her. It depends on what how she's dressed. And it depends on how the black man is dressed. 
Okay, break it down for me. Break it. Give me some scenarios of what each person is wearing and what you think of them. So, um, in one of a building that I used to live in, I was at the gym and there was a white girl, black man couple working out. The girl appeared as though she had possibly some work done to her booty. She had like darker hair her hair dyed dark and was wearing um like a sweatsuit of the same type of style like the tight sweatsuit to accentuate her butt with the with the um certain type of sports bra and the man was on the phone talking in a certain vernacular and in that moment, my judgment is, yeah, it's given, you got a knockoff black girl. Okay. What if it's like, um, what if she's like a very classy white woman? Like, she has her little shoulder length hair and she does her Pilates and she's got her aloe yoga on and, you know, a little Miss Beyond Yoga girl, and she's got like, what's that cups that y'all use? The Stanley Cup girls, yeah, like a Stanley Cup girl with like, uh, I don't know. Let's try her on with a few different types of black guys. Okay, we know that she's compatible with the old time black guy, so not thinking twice about that. What if you saw a girl like that with like a, with like a guy who would go to the wit? Who told you about the wit? I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I didn't know. tell you about that. I'm like, who told you? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of like how I can make it more general. No, no, but I know. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm actually like, oh, who told you about that? <laughs> like, you ain't supposed to know about no wit. Um, but yeah, okay, so the a black guy who is not um he's not in poverty, but he is not part of the top one or five percent, but is acting like he bought land when he gets a table at the club. Yes. That one. Yes. Okay. Do white men act like they bought land when they get a table at the club? I've never spoken if i've ever been at a table at the club i've not once acknowledged the person who bought it and actually they've all just been comp tables through the club okay so yeah um but anyway so that type of black man with a a aloe i'm not gonna believe that she's really only a stanley cup girl like a white woman living her good white life like if you're going to go talk to that man, you trying to try something on. Like, you're trying to try something on. You're not just living your good old white life. Because I don't even want to talk to that man. Yeah. What if <laughs> she What if she was with, like, um, like a SoundCloud rapper? Depends on the type, because if he's the kind who's like is the woke 
SoundCloud rapper and he makes like his little like we suffering in these neighborhoods and like whatever and I think he might have he might be perceived a certain way by black women and like they don't want him it depends on it yeah some of them yeah like depends like i'm not saying if you're a woke rapper black woman won't want you but a certain aspect that i'm thinking about like the little metrosexual okay and yeah like the metrosexual woke soundcloud rapper and he got the little cross thing hanging out the side of his ear or whatever i like yeah that don't surprise me like you yeah. Y'all could go ahead and date. Y'all might align. But like somebody harder. Someone who is like a SoundCloud rapper, like rapping about like drug, sex, and money. Yeah, imagine like a Stanley Cup girl with like a Gucci mane when he was in his lean era on some Spring Breaker shit. I mean, they're both trying stuff on. Like he's dating the white girl because it's cute. And she's doing it because it's cute. I don't necessarily have a problem with that because that feels more temporary. Yeah. It feels like, okay, y'all. Right, you too. Because it's like he has like this level of status and money. It, and it feels he's like a not more, buying into it. She's not buying yeah, into it. Yeah, like it, it feels like more of an e- even exchange. But yeah. If it's, like, a white woman trying something on and the person is, like, investing in this more than she is. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with the knockoff black girl, did you feel like it was an equal investment there? Or did you feel like... I feel like my problem in that type of situation is you don't like your mama. You hate black women. Because you went and found qualities in quotes of a black woman and a white woman who's just appropriating black culture talking black she was talking in a little accent on the phone with her friends whatever you went and found everything about black women in a white woman you don't like your mama and you don't like yourself and you need to go to therapy about your mama issues damn yeah that's (laughs) like that's how i feel about that yeah well i have nothing to say i mean do i do i think i am a problematic dater no because my spectrum's really wide i don't date like people who it doesn't make sense for me to be dating like people that you don't feel aligned with yeah like exactly you ha- like you i don't date go- people who you actually have genuine interest with you're not trying on their interests yeah. you actually i like the stuff they like i like the things that they like we exist in the same world already so it's not me like reaching to try stuff on so i feel um comfortable in my interracial dating and plan to continue doing so after this episode um that's gonna make somebody happy when they hear it (laughs) 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 me and messy okay i think that's it 
it's not wrong if you're not doing it to be fetishizing if you want to know how to do it right you should message us on at another girl's podcast on instagram um uh, at- i guess yeah because like, you have advice it. i don't have advice on how to not be a messed up person okay don't message us don't message us well message us me- hi i do whatever you want well, actually do. tell us your stories tell us what you feel about it um yeah give us a five-star review on spotify um and say nice things and if you have constructive feedback please reach out to us via dm and um we will be happy to hear it uh and we're also on youtube subscribe and next week we're gonna be talking about how music has impacted our dating standards specifically what i want to talk about is how people be spending money on each other period so tune in for episode three of our series of love Love, in february love love bye praise jesus praise jesus